0: I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. I am the project manager. The Designery is a lovely kitchen, bath, and closet remodeling company. We've been asked several times how to host more people or build out entertainment spaces for folks. There's a lot of things that we can do depending on the size of your base. We can add in an island to get you more countertop space. We can put in some larger ovens so you can cook larger meals. We do beer bars. We can do wine bars. We can do soda machines, coolers, all that kind of stuff. Please stop by our showroom, 3030 Wake Forest Road. That's The Designery at thedesignery.com.
1: So I'm back in the radio studio this week and they've got this 70% alcohol sanitizer. Dude, like... I are think, you drinking it or rubbing I it? I mean, your hands? I swear not, it's not even that. I almost feel like I got a contact high from just rubbing it on my hands. I mean, it is potent <laughs> yeah. stuff. And it actually, it's an, it actually is very proud of the fact that it exceeds yeah. CDC recommended alcohol levels. Yeah, no kidding. This is uh, this is the essentially the you poured a bottle of tequila into that barrel aged tequila beer or whatever you're doing uh, version of hand sanitizer. I mean, my hands are probably gonna my skin's probably gonna disintegrate when it's all said and done.
2: You need to make sure you're putting lotion on those hands as well. The lotion you goes know, on dude. the skin; otherwise, your skin will your skin will just dry right up. Get you some working hands.
3: No,
1: uh, Burt's Bees. Working uh, hands is good stuff. The Burt's Bees Farmers Friend or whatever it's called. Yeah, uh, hand self. That stuff's money. That's some really really good stuff.
4: This is the nine one nine beer podcast. of the capital broadcasting podcast network now here are your hosts for the 919 beer podcast joe Ovius, adam eshbaugh and wayne holt
1: it's the 919 beer podcast joe Ovius from 999 the fan in raleigh north carolina adam eshbaugh and wayne holt from 919 beer and we are congrats folks we're in phase one (laughs) yeah yes Yes, this is this is like i feel like if you've ever been to disney this is when you get into the show building. Like the the line has been circling outside in the Florida heat, right? Oh, god! And then suddenly you get in the building, but you also know you still have another 90-minute wait <laughs> right, right. to get on it's, the freaking yeah. ride. Yeah. So that's how I feel with phase one.
2: Kind of like the Dumbo ride where it's the kids' playground, right? Yes. Oh, no, gosh. that's perfect.
1: Yeah. That is perfect. Yeah. So, but with phase one, you know, we were able to, you know, have gatherings of 10 or less outside, that kind of stuff. It was actually good to catch up with some friends who had come out to our house and I had it all set up, you know, so that we could all be socially distant and, and things like that, you know, BYOB, bring your own chair, all that stuff. And um, I think, you know, I think we're probably going to get used to that for the next couple of weeks before things open up and maybe even get back to a bar we'll we'll talk about that a little bit later on with scott mcwarder of wise man out in winston-salem we'll see how they've been managing with their tap sales tap room sales and and their packaged products and and uh how they've been affected by the stay-at-home orders and the and the business models that have been disrupted thanks to coronavirus but uh, no yeah, i mean weekend was pretty good and drank plenty of beer and i'm putting on some weight so living the life wayne
3: yeah, so I mean I'm what Adam did I guess we did I didn't make the cut on that friends thing over at Joe's did you? No, no. Yeah, okay. I just
1: want to make sure I mean I just well, want to see
3: where I just want to see where we Well actually technically <laughs> Wait, technically I mean, speaking
1: we're, tec- Hey we were tell, what, tell you what tell you what tell you what tell you what we still feel sorry for ourselves. <laughs> tell you what. Tell <laughs> we're, you we're what
2: phase <laughs> three, we're used to this. Tell you what, I will
1: I will extend I will extend an invitation. How about this? Okay. Oh boy. I can news. I can set this up that we can actually record the podcast in the same place now. Okay, so really? we can we can sit outside if the weather's nice. I can run the extension cord to the podcast machine. We'll just do it outside on my patio.
3: Yeah, you got to get Adam. I mean, for me, that's not a problem. Yeah, it's you know, getting Adam easy. out of the
1: house. You know, yeah,
3: it's yeah. a short. It's a tr- it's a short trip to uh, North Hills for me, but for Adam, it's like forty five minutes. Plus,
1: Adam is um, he's, he's in bed by nine. He's got a lot yes. going on. He's got a Good
2: wife point. and
3: kids and homeschooling and running a business. And yeah.
2: Wednesdays are my busy day because I have uh, Wednesdays are our frozen pizza night oh. in this house. So we, we've determined because I've got our, our our virtual happy hour from five to six, and I got to get home, and then we we convene at eight.
1: Then we can't and we can't do it on uh, Thursdays because you got trivia.
2: We got trivia or no uh, music bingo. Music bingo, bingo. music bingo. So I'm p.m. interested. I mean, which. Hey, the, look, man, if, if if you want to set it up, I'll do my best to get out there. But I can still go remotely if you and Wayne want to meet there and I can still.
1: Yeah, but then I, Wayne won't, won't leave, you know.
4: <laughs> oh, geez. Wayne, Wayne, Wayne won't leave. It's
1: like, oh, oh finally, I'm finally out
3: There's always that possibility. That's yeah, there's is. always, there's <laughs> the always point, that
1: Just too. set
2: up the spare room. <laughs> set up the spare room and Wayne can come and do it. Actually,
1: no, what I'll do is I'll set up the six-person tent that I got for the kids to camp in. And uh, I'll put you on a little air He's mattress gonna- out there.
2: Where's his bathroom?
1: Uh, the Creek.
2: Hey. Perfect. I grew up
3: on a farm in Holly Springs. Yeah, I think it's Wayne knows like how to go to the bathroom happen. outside. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Speaking of which, I did strike gold at Harris Teeter today. They had flushable wipes uh, in stock. Those aren't good,
1: there. though. Huh? Those aren't good, what? though.
2: What do you mean they're not good?
1: Like, like, the city of Raleigh always tells you, like, yeah, no, 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 these aren't good for want... the system. Even though it's just oh, flushable, okay. you shouldn't flush them. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh,
2: well.
3: Do you, need, do you need some stuff, man? I mean, you you don't have fine toilet paper? if you guys like living like savages. Do you not have toilet paper? Because I've got some. I, if you need, I, I some. do. I do. Paper I just, towels. You know, I like to go the extra step.
1: Handstand, so, <laughs> hand but I've got
3: wipes. I mean,
1: before we uh, before we say <laughs> hey to Scott, uh, what else? What else is going on? <laughs>
2: Uy, you know, uh, the weather's been great. Yes, uh, it's gonna get hot this nice, weekend. Actually, it was uh, high of nice yesterday, and. Um, Mother's Day went well mm-hmm. here at this house. How, how about uh, how about for you? Any uh, anything going on that that we need to know about? Any new trophy beers that you've you've got? <sighs>
1: uh, yeah, we we are kind of making a habit now on Fridays. Uh, headed out to we'll go to State of Beer for whatever new releases they got going on. So we had uh, it was it was actually a very trophy weekend because we went and got the Fooder Lager. That was yeah, uh, released you in Canada. Picture of that, and because I, I was curious about like the whole, yeah. you know, I associate a fooder with some sort of you know sour, sour beer, beer. Yeah. um, and this was a lager. It had a, it had a, it was tart, uh, but it was not in any way, shape, or form like a sour. I thought it was very, very good. I was wondering. I think the text that I sent you Adam, was like when you guys get mm-hmm. a fooder. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be a COVID. while. Yeah, COVID, it's gonna am it's, I right? Yeah, right ruins everything. Right. <laughs> And uh, yeah, and then you know they they did a really good thing, a really good special for uh, for Mother's Day. Kelly Kelly loves spaghetti, and they had put out that they were doing a baked spaghetti special where you got you know a, a you know take and bake tin of this uh, of this baked spaghetti. You could do it with the Italian sausage or not. We did it without uh, with like this mushroom marinara sauce, which was excellent. Um, a big old thing of bread and a salad and a bottle of wine and mm. flowers for it was like 40 bucks. I mean wow. it was it was an, yeah, right, exactly. And it's we had deal. we had that freaking spaghetti two nights in a row because there was so much of it. But uh yeah, all that for 40. Sp-
3: and baked spaghetti's the best. I just love yeah, spaghetti. Yeah, it's, yeah. It
1: it was good stuff. But um and I know that they got some they're they're putting some some more stuff in a can. I talked to Chris Powers a little bit. He was hanging out at State of Beer while uh while we were picking stuff up and I was just kind of asked him how things were going and just, you know, generally shooting, uh, shooting the breeze there. And you know, it's funny. It's like, and I'm sure that other breweries have kind of dealt with this before too. It's like before all of this, you never really thought about online, your online storefront, right? Yeah. You know, like online beer ordering takeout just wasn't necessarily a thing before all of this. Not that they didn't have this stuff in place, but it, I think as he mentioned to me, if I remember correctly, it's like, yeah, I mean, we didn't put everything online, but the minute this happened, it was like, all right, put it all online. And yep. if somebody wants to buy it, they'll be more than happy to take it. Cause I had done that too with a couple of their, um, this is, this is an example of put it all online. Like they had one of their Imperial aged um, stouts from year five, their fifth anniversary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was excellent. You know, it's like, it's, you know, it's been a couple years, obviously it's, it's been nice and aged, smoothed out, super creamy. Uh, and then the same thing when they were doing their scout series, uh, which was another one of these uh, imperial stouts, one of these bourbon barrel aged stouts, and I think I still have that one in the. No, no, no. I drank that one over the weekend. I didn't have year five yet. I think that's on the list ne- uh, next. Just like I had a White Elephant from I think it was 2018 or 2017. Yeah. Which was their um, that was their Milky Way that they had um, that they had aged, and that was excellent. Uh, after a couple mm. years, somebody had reached out to me because I'd put it online. I put it on Instagram that I'd posted it out. And they're like, "How'd that hold up for you?" Because mine, something was wrong with mine. It was not good. I'm like, "No, it was excellent." So, I don't know. Maybe it was a storage issue. Who knows what it was? But if you're, if you're, it's, it's almost like and I'm not just for trophy purposes. I'm talking about in general bottle shops and those types of things. If they have got their online storefront going on, or your favorite bar's got their or brewery's got their storefront uh, kicking right now, they might be trying to just sell what they have, and you might find some some stuff that hasn't necessarily been on the storefront before. Yeah. So but, uh, yeah,
2: I mean. Go ahead, Wayne. Well, I was going to say,
3: to that point, Joe, um, I was texting last night with um, with someone who, when I first got into craft beer, they had already been into it and much more versed in, in the, the beers and still are. Um, but the person was texting me just, hey, how's life? What's going on? Yeah. By the way, I'm picking up some incredible finds on the shelves at some of the local bottle shops. And the conversation went deeper into that thinking, not just is it just covid but uh we we talked for we touched for a long time and and he 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 made the comment of how things have come full circle from craft beer went you know with all of these great products and all the things that were happening and now everybody's making a lager Mm -hmm. and it it, it was funny geez adam well well, well, but it was funny because like i've had one good idea in my life okay let me have this but here's the thing and this is what And this is something we probably don't have enough time here to dig into tonight, yeah. but I would like to dig into it later. We can go to next one. He, he said, everybody's making a lager. That's the reason I drank craft beer was to get away from drinking all the lagers that everybody was making because I wanted to try all these other things. And now we've come full circle the way everybody's making a lager. Is it the death of craft beer? And again, this person's been way more into craft beer than me. Um, they've collected more. They've traded more. They've done all these things way more than I have. And I was like, Huh. I hadn't really thought about that. I I mean, I don't think it is, but it's just one person's perspective on where the market is. But Mm -hmm. the shelf finds he was saying were just incredible things that we used to stand in line for. Well,
2: yeah, I think those shelf finds are incredible compared to four or five years from years ago. Yeah. Now. Well, even a year ago.
3: Yeah. Even a year ago. So, um,
2: I mean, look, KBS is year round now. You know, it's it's a different world especially now, uh, it was a different world, you know, pre COVID, but especially now well, especially when, now. When you've got people just getting rid of, not getting rid of, but, but putting everything out there because they yeah. need to generate some revenue.
3: They got to get it out. That's right. So, um, yeah, be curious to, uh, I, I'm really curious to see where the market goes. I mean, as we've been talking tonight and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking into my phone as we were doing this, uh, via, via FaceTime or, um, is that, on, yeah, FaceTime. yeah FaceTime. It's, it's FaceTime. So, um, so uh, I'm looking at my phone and something just popped up that um, a news alert from Raleigh talking about two-thirds of the restaurants here in Raleigh could shut down and what it might look like. Well, restaurants, the breweries, uh, the pubs. What What is it going to look like when it's all said and done and, and where does craft beer go as an industry? So uh, the next six to 18 months are going to be really uh, – Interesting to sit on the sidelines and watch because yeah, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm not in it. I'm with you on that, and uh, we'll get into that with Scott here from Wise Man just a little bit. And uh, to your point about the loggers, I think this is a deeper conversation to have because, um, yeah, I've actually it. It's like it,
3: a lot of Corona in the last two weeks. I'll
1: it's, say that it's it's strange where I'll use I'll use Bond Brothers as an example of this. Their Mexican lager that I had a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago that my dad brought over to me was excellent. All right. Yeah, it was really, really good, but it's weird in that when I went back to drinking like a Tecate, I went, "Well, yeah, this is what I'm used to, and it's a lot cheaper." So, man, the thing was like, okay, I would, I, it's like that's an interesting one-off that they did just to see how a craft Mexican lager would go. Right, Adam, and but it's weird that. Okay, I did it. Now let me go back to the things that I know Bond Brothers can do. You know, like so when I went to the, I think it was right. which IPA. I forgot what IPA I had that my dad had brought over. I'm like, there it is. That that's you know, that's the reason why like I'll drink Bond Brothers beer or, right. um, and it's it's kind of funny. Like I'm with you on to that extent. Like I thought the fooder Lager was interesting like i thought it was it was good but when i switched that up and had their their double west coast ipa again the numbers to dial is like you know what that's like that's what i want at a trophy from time to time so it's i'm with you on that uh, to a certain extent we'll have to explore that conversation a little bit more um next week
2: yeah that's a pretty loaded conversation i think it's a it good well a worthwhile conversation
1: <laughs> yes Yes. No, you know, no knock maybe on the breweries have- that are doing lagers only, but yeah, uh, <laughs> so maybe
3: we should, maybe we should have the mason jar on next week as our guest. Yeah, Maybe, mm. maybe, maybe we'll do maybe, like? we'll do, maybe we'll
1: do it. Maybe we'll do a live, um, 919 <laughs> beer podcast on, we'll do a Facebook live out of it. And people can ask you a great. bunch of questions like Adam, why aren't you doing an IPA yet? Mm. So, <laughs> <laughs> Reminder. Nobody else is
2: going to ask that question. It's already been covered.
1: Reminder, you can listen to the 919 Beer Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, and on the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. Uh, Make sure you check out the Coronavirus Update Podcast. Basically, all facts, just information, no hype, no hyperbole, just information that you need to have an understanding of what's going on locally and across the state. Scott McWhorter from Wise Man out in Winston-Salem, joining us here on the 919 Beer Podcast. And I, I guess we can just start with the obvious, Scott. How are, how are things at the, the tap room and, and how are things on the road as you're, you're trying to get uh, Wise Man brews in the hands of people who are stuck at home wanting to drink beer?
5: Well, you know, as, as everybody in this industry has uh, felt in the last six weeks, we had to pivot uh, real quickly. Um, so tap room pivoted, uh, selling through, uh, one of our roll-up doors, uh, crawler sales, can sales. That's gone really well. Um, my team, uh, my three sellers had to uh, quickly pivot to, uh, an off-premise model, which they've done. Um, mm-hmm. uh, luckily we had really good relationships with a lot of our, uh, bottle shops and, and uh, tap rooms and, and, all of our, our markets, the Charlotte triad and the triangle and, um, really good partner in lowe's Foods, so we were able to pivot real quickly um we we started canning products that were would have gone into kegs and uh luckily we had some labels that were a uh, seasonal design we just started putting those out as a social distancing series and we've rocked and rolled since day one
1: yeah you know, i was gonna say the being in you know in an advantageous position to what would have gone in kegs going into cans. I was, I was about to ask you, like, did you just go as silver bullets? You know, like what, uh, <laughs> how did that, how did that work? Uh, what was so the original was plan went. for those labels? So
5: early on, when we started our canning, uh, strategy, we were trying to come up with designs on what we were going to do. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Obviously mountain calling came out first and we were working with local artists, uh, somewhat tedious at- uh, so we hold, hold on
1: just a second hold on just a second scott wayne what are you doing uh,
5: what
3: well, i'm doing wayne, mute yourself
1: yeah i was gonna say if you're gonna be making a drink dude mute yourself you're you're basically you're you're interrupting scott man what's going on well, here? was i
3: interrupting him i mean i heard the, the, the
1: yeah, yeah 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 what are you, what are you making there you, you pouring uh, out ice
2: things fizzing
1: <laughs> you pouring ice you pouring beer what are you what are you doing over there it shouldn't be ice. Oh, okay. There, all right. You got, you got. I see your can of beer. That's fine. All right. I was very yeah, confused to... as to what you were doing.
2: Just hit the mute button. There is a mute button. I, I can't find it, man. Oh, I'm, I'm. You're so old. I don't... Oh, old people.
3: Old yes. people, man. man. Hold up. <laughs> old Hold people. Up. Hold up. Hit your so, hit your screen and it'll pop up on the bottom. It. So There's like effect, on Zoom, flipping. Yeah. The cool thing is
2: on Zoom, I can mute you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing.
2: Yeah, but I'm not the problem. Here.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the you're the problem, Wayne. Right? You're the problem. Get stop crunching up checks, mix into the into the phone there. Anyway, <laughs> all right, Scott. Now that we've hushed Wayne up there, you were you were saying? I was saying. So
5: we had explored. Uh, we were working with local artists on the first couple of cans. We explored going something different, mm-hmm. uh, more generic can. We, we abandoned that in uh, 18 and went back to working with artists on all our cans, which has worked out really well for us. But having had that design with our firm uh, that does our graphic stuff, we just pivoted real quick and we were able to take those, change them, make them uh, representative of the beer. Um, and you, you guys saw the can that we did with uh, Mason Jar. So um, that's, that's the design. <clears throat> I know not everybody else is going to see it, but you guys can. I can see but it. You- you, you guys can see that that's, uh, we, we use the mason jar colors to kind of bring it in. And, and so we've used that can design to put out uh, what we call our social distancing series, which is uh, for those people that drink at home when they can't drink with us at the tap room.
1: Cool. So what, um, what are you guys, uh, what kind of beers are you putting uh, in this series?
5: Well, the, the first one was a beer to Mars, which is a, a, a style most people don't know. Uh, it's in the um, beer-to-guard family, so okay. it's Belgianish. It's a 7% beer, really nice and clean. It's just a, young, it's a younger beer, mm-hmm. uh, very much like the Keller beer we did with uh, Dave and the uh, Keller beer is just a, a young, un, unfiltered lager. Um, so that was one we were doing with them as a collab for an event they had that was supposed to happen. What was that? Early April,
2: Adam? Well, yeah, we we were going to have it. Yeah, it was gonna. It was it, it was, was to kick off NC beer month.
5: <laughs> right, it was supposed to happen. and It didn't. So we put that one in cans. We also put uh, Shapeshifter, which is our uh, coffee Blondell. We put Jose Goze, which is our um, Margarita Goza. We put out for uh, Cinco de Mayo. Uh, we are putting out another one. Uh, we're working on another label right now for uh, High Clouds and Haze, which is a uh, hazy IPA we've done before. We're getting ready to put out Gathered Friends as part of the series. That's our Dry Irish Stout. Uh, we have New Eyes coming out, which is a uh, Boysen, uh, Boysenberry Black Current Berliner Weiss. So a lot of things.
2: Scott, do you guys have your own canning line, or are you using a mobile canning line? We don't. We work mobile. We work with Ironheart. Okay, it's pretty remarkable. I mean, how how quickly you guys are able to get these these dates locked down. It's pretty awesome. It also speaks to them. It speaks to your preparedness and their, I guess, uh, flexibility to, to, to work with you guys to get these things out, which is fantastic.
5: Yeah, you know, I think I think part of that is we've been working with Ironheart uh, from the get go. We did uh, trial somebody else once, but for the most part, we stuck with Ironheart, uh, mainly the guys out of the Raleigh market, and you know, they just came up yeah. with it a new five head canner, So Mm -hmm. it it helps things fast, but that relationship with them, uh, just like everything in this whole situation, relationships has been what have uh, made the difference for people, whether or not they're having a decent time during
2: this time or they're struggling. And there goes, how, how are your, how are the sales of this new, like how many, uh, how many cases are you guys producing of this? uh, What is it? The social distancing series? Yeah, so how many depends- cases are you guys producing of each batch, and, and, and how quickly are you seeing cans disappear?
5: So um, it depends upon where they were in the process. So obviously some of those were smaller 15-barrel batches. Uh, so we have 15-barrel, 30-barrel, and 145-barrel. Uh, so things like Shapeshifter, uh, the Beard to Mars, those were 15 barrels. Obviously the coffee mm-hmm. fund has moved faster. Uh, the, 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 beard of Mars, people just don't know what the style is. And when sure. you, so it, when you have someone in, in a store that can explain what it is and people go, Oh, I get
2: it. They'll buy it. Um, but that one's moving. We just up. tell them, just tell them it's gotta be the shoes. Yeah. beard, beard of Mars. No more. Ma- no more. You could have done with in, in collaboration with the last dance. I think, I think you would have gotten a cease a and desist
1: on that one. <laughs> No,
2: <laughs> you think what Spike would not do that?
1: A C and D would have been on your way for that one. Come on now, I mean you're incorporating Jordan. You're incorporating uh, not. Okay. It's not even the Spike part. It's the Jordan part. Anything Jordan, he'll come Put after Warner you, man.
2: Brothers on the label,
5: just cover. Oh yeah, oh yeah.
1: That sounds great. That sounds <laughs> great.
5: Copyright trademark infringement. There,
2: they don't always <laughs> win at all.
5: They don't always win. <laughs>
1: I'll tell you a story.
2: Later. No, but how? How? I mean, how are you seeing sales? You're saying uh, tap rooms going well and and the guys are able to get everything out to bottle shops and Lowe's and, and your other, uh, off premise channels, how quickly are, are these things moving? Um, so is, is it, how's it, how's it compared to what it normally would be, I guess?
5: Well, you know, because we have more, more to offer and we're bringing stuff out on a regular basis, it was pretty quickly. Jose goes with our margarita goes, I think we had roughly 130 cases of that. That that's always a smaller run, but mm-hmm. we, we, that was gone in three days.
1: Wow. Mm-hmm. Jeez, that's great.
5: The, the all together, yeah. which we did, which is the other half collaboration, worldwide collaboration, uh, we sold that. The tap room sold out in uh, a day and a half. My guys Jeez. had stuff pre sold and it was gone in five days.
1: Nice. So, what did you. What is your theory behind these, these kind of sales? Cause it, it kind of seems like we've heard, we, we talked to Brian Roth of good beer hunting a couple of weeks ago and, and you know, the beer that was being sold was kind of like, we're hunkering down for the next couple of weeks and uh, we're going to buy a lot of, we're going to buy in quantity more than anything else. So w- what's your theory as to how and why y'all are, are moving product so quickly? Is it a, look at the tap room in Winston-Salem, is it a, is it a community-based thing? Uh, is it just uh, who you're working with uh, that has a good customer base that's going to come through a little bit more often than, say, going to a supermarket? What, what, what do you think it is?
5: I think it's a mix. Uh, if you look at the if you look at the Winston market, <clears throat> I mean, our sales through the tap room are robust, to mm-hmm. say the least. I think part of that is you've got people that enjoy coming to the tap room to have a beer, and they're coming to, to support. Um, but then you look at uh, places that we sell to in the Winston market. There's one particular Lowe's Foods on Robin Hood. Um, I mean, we've been consistently taking them 15 to 25 cases, and that's just about every week and they're moving through stuff. And I think what it is is, especially in our home market, people are, are supporting us. I mean, we're three, almost three, a little over three years old now. So we, we're established, people know us, they're looking for the product. Um, but then, you know, you've also got a small bottle shop uh, called Stella Brew and he does phenomenal and consistently buys product from us. Um, you've got bottle shops in the Raleigh market that are um, that are, are are killing it. It doesn't hurt that we we also have relationships in Total Wines. So I, I think it's um, whereas our model is always try to to dig deep. In this case, we've had to um, kind of spread out a little bit. My rep in the Charlotte market, I've had her going into the Hickory and Boone markets. I have her going to Wilmington. Uh, you, you do what you got to do to go move product. And that's the number one. That's the number one rule right now is move product.
2: You're sending your Charlotte market over to Wilmington.
5: Yep. Yeah. They're and,
2: contiguous. It's fun. man. I. You know, you know, Chris has that time on his hands. Send him down there.
5: I, I have to say, you know, Chris has been, um, a rock star through this whole thing in the triangle. Um, and if you guys know Chris, Chris was on the podcast with me last time, Chris Burns. Mm-hmm. Um, all of my guys uh, have been in the market consistently um, touching our customers, making sure they know where they're merchandising where we need to, asking how they need to help. Uh, because it was my philosophy that when we come out of this, those people will remember that. And Chris, Chris has been in that market. and I had a conversation with him last week. And he talked about how when this first thing started, he would see people in the market. But as it's gone further and further, and people have been furloughed or or asked to stay home, he's not seeing anybody. And you can't give Chris a big old hug right now. But if you see Chris in the market and you know Chris, uh, just say something to him and, and say uh, you appreciate what he's doing because he's kind of a, he's out there on his own, so to speak. Uh, he do, he does see my drivers, but I don't get to see him as much as I'd like to. Uh, and especially now, so you know, just give him a high five for an air five next time you see him. Virtual Bash Brothers.
3: Was that? I said Chris likes being on his own. I think he's safe.
5: <laughs> he's Chris a
3: loner.
5: On his own, but uh, <laughs> he's a little love from time to time. He does. He
1: does.
2: <laughs> Are we there?
1: Oh, I thought I had you a... had. I thought you had a follow up.
2: Oh me? Yeah. <laughs> No, i lost my train of thought oh, okay hands, oh, sorry. no it's fine i got, fine. It's I got fine. taken i got taken back pre-money ball so I, well I was, as
1: uh, <laughs> as wayne as wayne texted us earlier we're all just kind of like in a weird uh, weird fog yeah, right no, now with no, this no, with no yet gal. another week i actually said on the air today i'm at the point where i want a brewery to just i, I don't know if this happens in phase two if it's even allowed, but it's like i'm willing to just tailgate in a brewery's parking lot at this point
3: oh it's happening buddy oh, oh you're it? not the only person it's already happening.
1: Oh, okay, like I legitimately would just, you know, I'll go to Mason Jar, Adam. I'll just, you got a big old parking lot, enough space between everybody, you well, the know, thing just with Adam, just just have a can of beer there waiting for me, contactless. I'll pick it up. You know, I'll pay online. Yeah, if, you
2: if, know, if I could, it's the thing called plausible
3: deniability. Yeah, there's. Well, that here's too. the thing with so here's the thing with Adam's parking lot is that it's actually part of his brewery. Mm-hmm. So there are there there is at least one brewery in. Close proximity to where I live, hint, 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 that has that has a city parking lot. It's not really the brewery's parking lot. So uh, let's just say there has been some tailgate drops and some beers consumed in oh, the parking lot.
1: Interesting, interesting. And so, the
3: local local PD has not. Uh, well, they just keep
1: riding. Let's just, just say, let's just say that uh, the privilege is strong with that one, Wayne. Just, mm. we'll, just, we'll just go with that. <laughs> um, I mean, it's true. You try doing that in another neighborhood, see how that plays. So, yeah. hey, I'm just saying.
2: Uh, I'm not. I'm not, not denying it. Okay. Uh,
1: so, Scott, I you know, since as Adam Wayne and I were kind of joking about being in a fog, you know, how do you how do you, how have you kind of handled this personally with just like the complete disruption of what's been going on?
5: Well, I mean, it's like, yeah, I mean, there are days I'm in a fog.
1: Yeah. I
5: mean it's uh Do you know what day I, it is by the way? What's that?
1: Do you know what day it is?
5: I, I do know it's Wednesday.
1: There but, we go. That's half the battle. That's I honestly up, half the battle. I,
5: I, I will tell you I rolled over Monday morning and I looked at my wife and I said, Is it Monday? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the reason the reason that's important is I'm working from the house. I mean that yeah. I set up my office in the garage, uh, because my wife's working from the house, my two boys, which are in middle school and high school, they're, they're in the house coming in the kitchen where I was working. I had to do something. So I'm working in the garage, but on Mondays and Fridays, I go to the brewery. I just need some, I, I, I have to go for on Mondays to do some, uh, invoicing and billing. Uh, I go on Fridays just to touch base. So that's the reason why it was important for me to roll over and go, is it Monday? Cause I knew <laughs> I, if it was, I had to go in.
2: Yeah, it's kind of that weird uh, – at least in our, our industry, it's that weird uh, kind of uh, – it doesn't really matter if it's a weekend or weekday usually mm. because I've got stuff going on at the brewery all the time. And this is the same thing, but it's like the complete opposite. It doesn't really matter what's, what, what day it is because there's always something going on. It's just a different type of thing. It's not like I have an event to deal with.
5: I I will, I will say this one of the one positive, one positive I see from this um, uh, stay at home situation and coming out the backside is uh, any of us in the industry know that um, as you get into spring and summer and fall, it's a a bit of a grind because as Adam says, you know, we have things going all week we take care of. And then come weekend, we have festivals and we have tastings and we have things like that going on. And um, this Setting, hitting the pause button a little bit on, on uh, the market. It's it, it's been nice to recharge my batteries and put me in a position where I, I'm looking forward to that next festival when we finally get to go, uh, mm-hmm. if we get to go this year. Um, but it's it's that's been a positive for me out of this situation. Um, I, I've been able to uh, work on certain things. Obviously, we continue to grow, so I'm looking at how we grow, where we grow, what's it going to take. Um, so that, and also providing information back to the brewery from a production standpoint of what I think we need to do. So,
1: I am curious, though. You know, there's there's the future aspect of this, and I'm with you. Like, we're probably taking the time to assess that. This is going to be a while in the in the grand scheme of things. But, you know, we are approaching phase two. I know we literally just entered phase one, but automatically people are looking, all right, well, I think, what, May 22nd is when they start uh, identifying the con- conditions to see if you can go into phase two. Okay. And I know Governor Roy Cooper was asked about it either yesterday or today about, all right, well, you know, how are things going? You know, we're going to open on the 22nd. He's like, it's too early to tell. Um, so hopefully people are going to continue to do the right thing so that the conditions are right for phase two, which then actually affects you guys. Um, you know, it affects wise man's tap room. It affects Adam and affects Mason jar and how you can operate. Sure. So the, 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 curiosity that I have though, is as you prepare for phase two, and I mean, both of you guys can answer this. Um, you know, what is a reduced capacity inside a tap, tap room? What does that look like? You know, how do you how do you keep people from not being on top of each other at a bar when we are in the middle of all this stuff and people cannot keep away from each other in a supermarket? You know, it's like it's nobody seems to be some people are trying to adhere to the rules, some are not. So I'm curious how you kind of handle that at your tap room.
5: Well, I think the first thing that um this is a really good segue into something I sent Adam today, and I'll come back to that. But I think, you know, I, I keep, I, I have no real responsibility for the tap room. Yep. Uh, I handle the sales and distro, but obviously, um, my goal is to make sure Wise Man's a viable entity long term. So as I see stuff, I send it to those folks responsible. You know, I saw something yesterday where uh, a restaurant, I believe in Kentucky or it might have been Indiana, I don't remember. Um, the lady had put up clear uh shower curtains between tables to provide uh distance, you know, and I think I think what what uh what we have to do is people we gotta realize things are gonna look a lot different, whether it's actual spacing and you can only have uh you know, X people within your tap room or you put up kind of physical barrier such that that you can actually have more people in it. Um, obviously outdoor spaces premium. So uh one of the, one of the things that I've been Investigating is um, an, an article I read about in Maine where they're going to shut down um, the streets and allow restaurants to kind of set up in those areas to mm-hmm. uh, service customers. And I, and I think it's one of those things that in North Carolina uh, we have to look at and we have to uh, maybe get the guild involved. I've been talking with folks today um, in the Charlotte market and the, the triangle uh, through Adam and the triad about how do we draft something so that we can go and get the NCABC to maybe give us an exemption to allow us. We're all allowed 12 um, extensions of premises a year. Uh, and what I think we should look at is how do we get some kind of exemption to allow a change in our, uh, our premises so that we can space out and be safe for our customers. <laughs> That's, I think what we need to be talking about.
2: Yeah, there's there's a whole lot to, <laughs> to unpack, Scott. You, you had sent me that uh, email and just basically that, that email just talks about what you just touched on, uh, extending the premises a little bit more grace, I guess, uh, for the, for the government to allow us to, since if we can't, uh, open our tap rooms, like what we're right now thinking is probably we're going to be able to open up outside Mm -hmm. first, uh, you know, rather than, than a tap room, Mm -hmm. um, doesn't mean it's a free-for-all outside but can we expand our outside like wayne said you know our parking lot out there is is part of our space if we can expand that a little bit i've got three 20 by 20 tents that i'd really like to set up and set some picnic tables up under them and uh instead of people waiting in line and going around a bar Mm -hmm. i've got several bar staff that are Ready to serve people, and it's just table service. And if there's open tables, they're all appropriately spaced, and people can come sit there, enjoy some beers. I gotta get and, a reservation. I, you know, honestly, man. Party we, we laugh, but but no, it's not a it laugh. So un, is it so unheard of? You know,
1: I mean, that's nah, well, not, I mean, not unheard of.
3: Well, but here's the thing. I mean, and, and and I made note of it. Um I went for a walk like yesterday afternoon here in just in downtown Cary. And I passed the uh, the ice cream shop mm-hmm. and the ice cream shop is really the only thing that's open and they've got it marked on the sidewalk where you should stand. Um, sure. But oh my gosh, are they, they listening? No, they've not listened through the whole thing, yeah, man. They don't have brains and the ones that do have brains that want to keep the social distancing, then you get those that don't care and they think it's their right. And I don't want to get political on this, but. Um, that's what we're going to run into, and we're going to run into it in the tap rooms. We're going to run into it in the parking lots. We're going yeah. to run into it at the table service, dude. We're but already Adam, I think
1: you're, we're already seeing it in like everywhere. Kelly and I for Mother's Day, we went and uh, walked around Umstead Park, and yes. it, it, it dawned on Kelly that we were the only ones that were actually like pulling off to the side of the trail. Yep. Like nobody gave us the nobody gave us the reverse courtesy while we were yep. doing that walk, and she's like, right. yeah, people are acting like. It's no big deal. Everything's cool. Everything's yeah. cool. I was like, well, it's not cool, and I, I don't want. I want to be like with like within brushing shoulders distance of you while nope. we're all outside walking around, huffing and puffing or whatever it is. So, like to your point, it's like we can't even do something simple as common courtesy, walking through a trail. How is it going to be when people are going to be trying to show up to a bar? Because, I mean, it's it. Any brewery will have some characters. You know what I mean.
2: Sure. <laughs> so, <laughs> we've talked about them from time to time. <laughs> yes, yes, we have.
1: So now you you add the characters who are probably really, really, really desperate to get back to their routine, and maybe they don't really adhere. And I'm gonna, it's going to be interesting to see how how these breweries deal with regulars who might not do the things the right way. Uh, well. You know. the-
3: did you did you see the article uh, that was about the ice cream shop in Connecticut that opened up over the weekend? And the clothes, and, why, yeah, why, yeah, just nope. Because the <laughs> because the customers were berating the teenage employees because they couldn't serve the ice cream fast enough. Oh jeez, are you kidding me? Come on, people,
2: dude. I, I we think... opened up. We opened up our. Sorry, I just need to get this off my chest. Hold on. <laughs> 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 Pretend this is festivist. I got a grievance.
1: I have. got a lot of problems with you people.
2: I'm based on shrimp and grits. All right. All right. We, we, we opened up, uh, all three restaurants scratched, opened up last Monday. Uh, both Mason jar taverns opened up <laughs> last Wednesday. And you know, mother's day weekend with <laughs> restaurants is traditionally the most crazy busy, uh, mm-hmm. weekend and especially Sunday of the entire year. And, you know, we knew it was going to be hectic. We knew it was going to be crazy. We're, we thank my, my wife, the saint. And yes, I sincerely mean that because she worked her butt off last week to get us up and running on the restaurants for a square store, mm-hmm. changing systems completely, doing things online that we're not accustomed to doing.
1: This sounds like um, a modified Cinco de Mayo beef, Adam. Well,
2: it's, it's modified. Yeah. It is modified. You know, with that, your, your, your first time opening back up in a number of weeks and, you're going to have some issues oh, yeah. with especially with a new system you know and for a community to support you got to kind of understand that that sort of thing and um 99% of our folks did if there were problems and honestly there weren't a whole lot of problems <laughs> but you're going to have issues it's a restaurant you've always got issues but right the 1%. like there's always some <laughs> Man, those one percenters, man. And there, there was, there was one in particular that that just took the cake. And it's like, you know what?
1: We're trying, Karen. We're trying, Karen.
2: And and instead of saying, you know what? Here's here. I'll take these gift cards you sent me. No, I'll just I'll just take the refund. Wait, you got all your food? Like you. You got your food. We even gave you gift cards for next time. Mm-hmm. And now it's just always what else can you do for me because I'm not one hundred percent satisfied and taking into no account of of what the other side's going through right now, trying to trying to get back on your feet. It's 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 disappointing, honestly. Sorry. That's, I just but, needed but, to air that.
3: But we live in the United States of the entitled. And yeah. Or, or, or the United States of the Offended, either one, pick pick which one you want. And, I, <laughs> and I, I hate to say that, but it goes back to Robert D. Rayford on John Boy and Billy Radio Show years ago. And Robert <laughs> D. Rayford used to say, we live in the United States of the Offended. Man, that's a deep
1: cut right there.
3: It is a deep cut, man. But it, it's so true that we have no empathy for the other side uh, yeah. as a general population. We want what we want, and we want it right now. And yeah. it's amazing. And we have
2: expectations. You know what?
3: I've been that guy on the other side of that where I've, I've shown my ass and I've demanded something of a retailer and it took my, I think 12 or 14 year old daughter at the time to look at me and go, dad, I can't believe you just spoke to that person that way to make me look at myself and go, wow, you know what kid you're right. Mm -hmm. So I had to change how I would interact with people. And it was just over something simple at the Apple store of all places. Right. (laughs) So
5: it wasn't, (laughs) but here we are with COVID-19 yeah, I think I think, and I think the the other thing is if there are a lot of people in the community that uh, whether it be going to a restaurant or you're going to a, a brewery or you're buying a beer in, in a grocery store, yes. realize that there are people that are having to be out. Yes, like <clears throat> I I said, my people have been rocking and rolling, but mm-hmm. very on one of my dro- one of my delivery guys um, came down with a fever and sore throat. He was out for two weeks. Oh boy, jeez. Which mean, meant guess who? <laughs> guess who's fat? Right sitting in a van saying, hello, Mr. Scott here. Right? Yeah. And, and I, I got contact dermatitis cause I was spraying so much 7% isopropyl alcohol on myself. Oh, but, <laughs> but people got to, people got to remember. I mean, it is, this, this doesn't, this it goes back to folks at the grocery stores, the delivery people the people are stocking the. I, I mean, yep. these people are out there doing something and guess what? You're sitting on your butt at home being safe. And then when you get the moment to go out, you can't be a butt. You, right. have, you, yeah. you have to remember people are people are uh, either doing it because they have to or because they want to. Yeah. And there's that that doesn't give you the right to be um just ingrateful for what they're doing. No, I'm I'm with,
1: I'm with you on that 100% and uh thankfully I've only witnessed this in person once at a uh, uh, when I was getting takeout, and I had to act, I ended up having to speak up because, like, the dude was just acting reckless when we're all standing in line. I was like, I mean, join the club, bro. Get go get in line like we did, and wait to get your food. So, I mean, <laughs> yep. but it's just like
2: I think it's going to take more people to speak up. Quite honestly, yeah. I mean, I and think, it's weird. It's it's funny you bring that
1: up. Was, it's funny you bring that up because you know, like, I was getting you know with the Cinco de Mayo thing last week, I got a little bit of pushback um, for that. You know, oh, you know, not everybody's thinking, I don't even know what day it is. It's like that's not the point. The point is don't complain and whine that you didn't get your Mexican food at the last minute when they're in a really, (laughs) really difficult spot for heaven's sake. Or like what happened to me the week before where I'm at this place that I'm gonna it's gonna remain nameless. Um, and the, the guy just walked in cause he was like, well, they told me to come in. It's like, yeah, dude, they told all of us to come in and we're all waiting right. in line. It's, we all understand, like understand it's not going to be a smooth process and you're going to have to wait a little bit longer for what you used to just walk in and get back in the day. And you're right. It's yeah. going to take more people to speak up. I did. And there were a lot of other people that were just kind of staring at their phone and just kind of hoping it would go away. And it's like, no, sometimes people yeah. need to be told that get in line like everybody else it's not the workers that need to be told go faster Um, it's the it's the people saying hey have a little bit more understanding we're all struggling right now and they're in a position where they're trying to serve you food so chill the hell out and
2: back up six feet
1: yeah there's that too
2: Joe, so if I
3: speak up, if I speak up, you got my back, because you know what happens when I speak up. Yeah,
1: dude, man, I haven't been in a fight since high school, so uh, that's the fighting Yeah, yeah, that's you know what I will lob, I will lob mean insults. Yeah, that that'll be my contribution. You know, I'll,
2: my my point is, I will fart in your general
1: direction. Oh
2: wow, that the is what I will John do. <laughs> uh, my my point is with this whole opening. However this reopen goes, uh, the bottom line is, guys, if 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 everyone doesn't use common sense, we're, we're back at square we're one. Shutting so it down. Yeah. We we need common sense. We need those that have awareness and are paying attention to what's happening around them to let those who aren't paying attention know they're not paying attention and, and not saying get in a fight with somebody, but say, hey, man. This is the situation. You need to do this right now to to make sure we're all okay. That
3: reminds me of the meme of Batman bitch slapping Robin. Right there, just
2: bam, (laughs) backhanded. That's what we gotta do. Sometimes people (laughs) need smacked. Yeah, right. But you can't really do that. You want to. No, not from six feet away. (laughs) No, and I think
5: the other thing is we have to remember that when you run across somebody doing the right thing, they they you gotta save something to them as well. You know, Amen. the elbow high five or you got to, you know, give that look in your eyes when you're ma- when your face is covered. So they see it also that, that, yeah. that they know, hey, man, I, you know, I got your back. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's so funny. You know, Lowe's Foods transitioned, um about three weeks ago to um, everybody that was a supplier had to wear a face mask. And then a week later, they came out and said, everybody that's an associate with us is going to wear a face mask as well. And so now you go into all those foods and it's probably 50, 50, especially in the Oak Ridge location, where's where I live. You go as far and as it, customers are concerned. Yeah. As far as customers, yeah. I mean, all the, all the, all the staff are wearing, but you know, sure. it, 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 it I, I, I walked in the other day, I was going in to get stuff. I have, you know, I wear this face mask that goes around my neck. It's just, I'm trying to protect others. I know it's not going to protect me. Right. Right. And I saw this and, and I feel bad about this. And that's the reason I'm going to bring it up because I saw this older guy walking towards me and I was like, if this guy says something to me about wearing a face mask, I'm going to go off on him. Right. And it was, it was, you know, we, we talked about, it. we've had a spring this year. You were talking about it Adam, uh, yep. on of thing today. And, um, we've had a spring. So it was cool. And I'm like, I, I'm bowing up and thinking this guy's going to to me, you know, this, this, what am I going to do? I'm just going to say, dude, you need to, and he goes, Hey man, you might want to take that jacket off. It's really hot in there. And I was like, it's kind of indicative of you know everybody's on edge about this stuff, and I sure. think the other thing is people just got to realize we we worried too way too much about what people think. You just got to do you, and when you don't do you, and you feel like somebody's not doing something to support other folks, you got to say something. Mm-hmm. When you're not, hey man, six feet, bro. Yep. Hey man. Yeah. Hey man, where's your mask? It, it, uh, if, if we if we don't do that, then we're gonna go go <laughs> down this path where people are gonna feel entitled to their opinion and go i'm gonna do me bro
1: be more like stone is. cold steve austin who uh posted a photo of himself with uh with an alabama crimson tide face mask and some guy got in his comments and he's like oh you know you're sh- are you of all people showing fear and yada 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 and then stone cold's response was just shut up dude
2: i was I'm like yes he didn't pull out the uh the dta don't trust
1: anybody right awesome awesome 316 just told me or just <laughs> just told me uh to shut up dude uh yeah. scott McCorner. i think on that note i think we close like, like that with a wise man hey scott appreciate uh appreciate the conversation good to catch up Glad things are going well for you guys with uh, with the circumstances and you've, and you've found ways to get creative with the cans and, the, and, and make and do with what you got. And hopefully we can get to phase two and things uh, pick back up again.
5: I, I, I am uh, very hopeful. I do think we're going to be a little bit further out than we're thinking. But I look forward to seeing you guys in studio, drinking beer, talking about the good things and where we're going in the near future.
1: That'll be awesome. Scott from Cheers. Wise Man. Appreciate it, man. That's going to wrap right. it up for this edition of the 919 Beer Podcast. Uh, if you've missed any of the conversations we've had with these new stay-at-home editions <laughs> of the 919 Beer Podcast, uh, they're because... available on the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. We've caught up with a bunch of people. It's been a lot of great conversations, very informative, and those are all available on the feed. Five stars only, one star for Wayne if you're going to leave one star. <laughs> Uh, explain yourself. Uh, what do we got? What do we got coming up next week, Adam?
2: I, I I'm waiting waiting to hear back from from one or two folks right now. We'll have, right. we'll have another stellar guest as usual. Okay. But have uh, haven't haven't, uh, haven't nailed anybody down quite yet.
1: Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, we'll see you all next week. Cheers. Cheers.
4: You've been listening to the Nine One Nine Beer Podcast with host Joe Ovius, Adam Eshbaugh, and Wayne Holt. Don't forget, there are many ways you can listen to this podcast, including streaming at WRALsportsfan.com, the wral Sports fan app. And you can also subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, and TuneIn. This podcast also airs Saturday mornings at 8 on Buzz Sports Radio. Thanks again for listening to the 919 Beer Podcast.
0: I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. I am the project manager. The Designery is a lovely kitchen, bath, and closet remodeling company. We've been asked several times how to host more people or build out entertainment spaces for folks. There's a lot of things that we can do depending on the size of your base. We can add in an island to get you more countertop space. We can put in some larger ovens so you can cook larger meals. We do beer bars. We can do wine bars. We can do soda machines, coolers, all that kind of stuff. Please stop by our showroom, 3030 Wake Forest Road. That's The Designery at thedesignery.com.